You're listening to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast, episode 121, sponsored by Jim Hanley's Universe, Foo Comics, and Tristan Books. There were trails of fallen trees, deciduous and weeding march. The lowland birds and crickets roared. The final sound of fall along the banks of the river. We approach the footbridge, entering the wilderness, following my footsteps. The silence, the hey, it's the iFanboy.com Pick of the Week podcast, ostensibly live from San Francisco. <laughs> we are in a hotel room, so let's get on with it. Uh, I am Josh. I'm here with... Hey, I'm Ron. Awkward. It's awkward being in a hotel room. And and, and who else? Connor. And then of course you you may have heard a special voice. Not Hi. special that way. It's Gordon the intern. Yay! Put your pants back on. So yeah. we're, we're in a hotel room. It's the only way I know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all together here in San Francisco on the eve of WonderCon. Um, so by the time you hear this, WonderCon will have been over, and we will have survived our first convention. Or not. Presumptuous. Or not presumptuous. Yeah, this would presuming. be the greatest podcast ever. It would be. It's our last recording. It's <laughs> <laughs> they sounded so happy. I did. And they were killed in a bagging and boarding incident. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we got a show to do, so let's yes, do that. Yes, we do. Uh, iFanboy.com, as you may or may not know, is... Uh, A website uh, that we do because we like comic books. Uh, It's a reasonably much improved website, but a website nonetheless. Uh, Each week, one of us is charged with uh, picking the best book that they read that week. Uh, And then we come here, we write a review about it, and then we come here and we talk about it on the podcast. Uh, Before we get to that, though, we should warn everyone that we're going to talk about the books that came out this past week, which means there will be spoilers. i got to think of a better word for that. We, we, we should come up with a term that will be adopted by the entire industry. Yeah, that doesn't just spoilers is starting to get silly. Tangerinators. Tangerines. Tangerines. <laughs> Something just completely esoteric. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about the books that came out. So if you haven't read them yet, uh, you should come back after you have because it'll be better then. Connor, you had a whole lot of books to read and, and a mighty task. You know, it, it's probably inevitable that after two, the past two weeks were big weeks for books, but they were also really strong weeks mm-hmm. for books. Whereas this week was also a big week. I had 19 books. I had 19 books as well. Um, very overall, very mediocre week. Of I disagree with you. I had a great time reading my books this uh, week. It, was, it wasn't that mediocre. I, I've, I, was, I was in the mediocre uh, camp. Yeah, yeah, it was a tough road to hoe reading 19 books on Wednesday. Um, I had to take a couple of breaks. Before, I just, before having to get on, on a plane Thursday very, very early. Yeah. <laughs> I just There was a couple of times I just stopped, stopped reading. How, there was just some horrible comics this week. But Not that it listened to us. We're like, oh, we had to get on a plane to go to San Francisco, and the comics weren't very good. <laughs> all right, all right. Like we're jet setters. <laughs> um, but there were some good ones. I had probably five, four or five really good one, books, and the best one I read was Zorro, number one, from Dynamite Entertainment. Which is, um, they are the company that does uh, Lone Ranger. They're probably the most famous for Lone Ranger. The hotly the anticipated Zorro. How long, did you told, Gordon, you told me about this, what, like, last San yeah. Diego, was it? Uh, yeah, Comic-Con, there was a, okay, there yeah. was a random poster. I was like, whoa, new Zorro. Yeah. Because yep, there um, was one a long time ago, too. Yeah, then I remember you asked me a couple weeks ago, hey, does Zorro come out? And I'm like, there's a Zorro comic? So. Writ- written by Matt Wagner, who's a, Ooh. you know, big name, does Grendel, and he's recently doing a lot of Batman. Mage. Batman miniseries and Mage also. Um, and art by uh, Francesco Francavilla. Great name. Which I'm probably pronouncing wrong, but he's... Uh, not he, listening, so it's okay. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if it does, we're not doing this in Italian. So. <laughs> um, and basically, Zor- the, it's, 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 the, one of the complaints people leveled against Lone Ranger is that it's too decompressed. It takes a long time for the story to happen. It's very now, Yeah, I was going to say, explain what decompressed means. Because I feel the, 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 the decompressed comics argument... Has been bandied about a lot over the past couple of years, and to be honest, um, I was like, "What does that mean?" It, it, it means decompressed comics is to now what what widescreen comics were did to the same late same thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of big panels, not a lot of story. Written for the trade, pa- paperback. Right. Each issue is, is not packed. It's like the antithesis of Fell. Yeah, Fell's got a lot crammed into sixteen pages. Right. Lone Ranger, it's spread out. It took a while. yeah. That was that you had to read the trade. Like I, I can't imagine reading. It's Lone like Ranger Ultimate Spider Man, where it took six issues to get him in the costume. That's right. decompressed storytelling. Right. Whereas with Zorro, we, we drop right in. Um, it's a parallel story, so there's a story happening in the present, which is um, uh, some a Spanish soldier wandering, stumbling into a bar to re- report that his unit's been attacked by this unknown black-clad creature. And then the, while that's happening, we go to the past and we meet uh, Zorro as a child. Um, Young Diego. Diego de la Vega. And, uh, is that his name? Yeah. 
I thought it was Don Diego. Well, Don is like a yeah, that's Don. like Mister. You know, oh, Don this is not like, not Donald. No, oh, okay. it's not Donald Vega. <laughs> Wasn't De La Vega in Street Fighter? I don't know. Or Vega. Vega um, was. Yeah, Vega, yeah. Uh, so we so we get Harukin. we get to, we get the beginnings of his. This is, this is how it's it actually, is. It's actually no Hadouken. one sleeps. Is it? Yeah, it's a D. Oh, uh, Hadouken. This is yeah, the show yeah. you get when no one gets any sleep. Yeah. What were the other names? Um, Blanca. We're not going to talk about Street Fighter. Enough. I love Street Fighter. Enough. So you basically you get the beginnings of his morality. He sees some. He sees the Spanish soldiers doing some horrible things to people, the the peasants and the poor people. In the, in the and this all takes place in the Los Angeles area before California's part of the United States. It's, it's early before Hollywood. So the early seventies. Yes. <laughs> um, so in one hand you get to see how it's how he China became. Town. You get you get introduced to his parents. <laughs> his, yeah, this is gonna be a fun show. Um, and uh, it was really solid issue. It was really well done. Matt Wagner's, you know, he's a great writer. He he's a, he, he he constructs a really great parallel story. So that by the time you get to the end of the book, you've gotten all the information you need on him as a kid and how he came to be. And then you've also got the frightening aspect of what he's now. And Zorro is one of the influences in Batman. Was one of Bob Kane's influences. That was the movie that his parents took him to right. see. But the one of that yeah. they were shot. Ooh, good call. Um, but in this one, it's funny is that Zorro's got a lot of Batman in him. He's a, he's what little you see of him, he's he, he's mostly a black outline. You don't really see much detail. He's, he's he pops up out of the shadows, drops in, kills everybody, disappears again. So there's kind of a melding of of Batman and Zorro in this, and um, it's just it was a really really good book. I was surprised how sort of uh, traditional it was. I think in the sense like it wasn't really reinventing everything all that much. It was because I don't think you need to reinvent Zorro. No, no, no one, not a lot of people know. Fine. Not a lot of people know of but him. I, yeah, but I mean, do you think the Lone Ranger wasn't reinvent was a reinventing of the Lone Ranger? I don't know. I don't have anything to yeah. back it up. I just know that I've yeah. and I, this is not a complaint. I'm saying they didn't say this is a whole new take on Zorro where he's a kickboxer right. from Thailand. Like it wasn't like it was it was <laughs> Harukan. It was the I think they're going and I think they're going I think it's reversed and they went back to basics was I mean yeah. Yeah. you haven't seen a Zorro I don't know when the last time you saw a Zorro comic and most, most most people only know Zorro from Antonio No, I do know I I can match that. Marvel did a Zorro book in the early 90s that I fucking bought. I remember yeah, buying issue Yeah, it was in black one. and white. Yeah, uh, no, no. I have a trade in black and white. Oh, yeah, no, like... then you must have the essential, but yeah, or something like that. But they did, I remember it was a red cover, and it had Zorro up on the horse. I totally remember that. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's still been yeah. a long time. Well, yeah, no, it's been a if long time. If you look at most of the reaction on the forum, or on the website, people don't yeah. have a lot of knowledge of who Zorro is. Yeah, I, I, grew up lo- I grew up loving Zorro from those old movies, from the, from the old serial movies in the, the movie from the 70s. I the TV series that was on the Disney Channel. Yeah. Gordon, Gordon knows the, ve- the, Gordon knows the, the best the Zorro. Gay Blade, the Gay Blade. The Gay yeah, Zorro the Gay Blade. Yeah, George it's Hamilton knows my favorite movies. Cause phenomenal it's a, movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Um, <laughs> uh, God, that's a funny movie. You're giggling because it's the Gay Blade. Actually, because well, it's so well done in it. Cause the, cause it the gay, cause, it's so campy, but yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's so incredible. George Hamilton in like, the, the hat has got little like the, the, the little the dingleberry it, things. Like, not like, the he shows balls, up, he, he gets tired of black, so he shows up in pink and purple and red. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, he, but it's it's like plum and avocado. Yeah. Everything's got like a yeah. fruity name. I threw a quote in from that in my review. Oh, no, nobody well, yeah. caught that because nobody seen that movie. But um, I didn't read your review. Oh, I didn't. I, awesome. I was on what a plane all morning. About? I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I I thought this was. I, I've been looking forward to this book also since they announced it um, last year, and it, it did not fail to deliver. Um, I really like this in conjunction with Lone Ranger because as a kid, those are two of my favorite. It's I gotta things. say it's a. Gr- I mean, the thing about Dynamite. And, and Dynamite Comics is the kind of an offshoot of Dynamic Forces, which, yeah. is, which has been known for doing a lot of like the variant covers and like signed editions and all this kind of collectible stuff. They've been publishing more and more comics more recently. Didn't they just steal the, the G.I. Joe license from Devil's No, Doom? IDW did. Oh, IDW, yeah. sorry. But so they've been, they've been, they did, they snatched, snatched up the boys. Yeah. They, uh, they Grass snatched Star up Galactica, the Battlestar Galactica license. Red Sonia. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they're putting out more and more Army books. of Darkness, yeah. I gotta tell you though, this Lone Ranger Zorro niche yeah. is totally not being filled and done well. No. So are, this is smart of them. They're come, yeah. It's them who are putting out the, the, the It is them. No they are the ones who are putting out the... <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're doing the Man With No Name by Christos Kiel. Yeah, that's yes. the next that's yeah. the next one coming out. I'm definitely yeah. gonna pick that up too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so really, I mean, I gotta give him credit. I mean, awful logo for a company, but um, <laughs> but great great <laughs> choices with the books. I mean, like they're um, yeah. Now, Gordon, you read this. What did you think? Well, can I just say first how upset I was that there were variant covers? Because <laughs> well, I walked in, I'm like, I can't buy all three. <laughs> wow, it's like you even called me. He's like, there's three covers. <laughs> so. I just got the one I liked, but uh, I think the book is great. Um, 
So I, you, you weren't disappointed then after a year? Not at all. And just talking about Lone Ranger, going back to that, I mean, I, I read the trade for that, so I didn't even think about it like, oh, this is taking forever because I had the trade. You also know? because also the Lone Ranger comes out infrequently. Yes. Yeah, as I'm gonna guess, this probably will too. I hope, I hope not, but I'm not too. Yeah. Matt Wagner's not. He, he's writing he's too. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But I'm excited to see. I like the little history part of it, you know, where we're going back to see the beginnings. But I'm excited to see Zorro like the character yeah. really develop. And I, I think the art's great too. It's it's very unique, and it looks it's very it's very fitting for the time period it's set in. You know, it looks old Spanish style. That's a nasty cut on that guy's hand. Yeah, the Z in the hand was awesome. Um, but I, I really like. I like that it's sort of it's sort of modernizing it a little in that he's he's more dangerous seeming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems scarier. Yeah, it right. seems edgier. But at the same time, I'm, it's very traditional. I'm interested to see if the if if the story if as Wagner plots the first arc or whatever if it's you know kind of the or the flashbacks to the or, you know as the kid grows up and then yeah. becomes Zoro with or a present day storyline or we just jump in. You know, yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes. In it's a kind of a coup to get Matt Wagner. Yeah. For them, I think. Well, I think that. At least the next issue will still have a kid because it says so on the back. Yeah, that's the, yeah, the <laughs> next issue. <laughs> well then, so. trumped by the intern. No, but we we all I mean I'm we all read it. I liked it. I'll I'll probably keep buying it. So, you know, Josh, did you like it as much or no? Uh, I think I actually want to give it another read. I, I kind of rushed through it, but uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I think maybe this would be the kind of thing I think I might like reading it as a six issue trade more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, I think I definitely would like it like that more. It, I don't think it felt decompressed, but it, I, I, it's funny because Dynamite's one of those companies that they don't put anything in the book, and then you get to the end, and there's that big, there's like pages of their ads, yeah. and so yeah. like you're like, wait, oh no, that's it, like because and I'm never prepared for. The you end. think there's a lot more like in a Marvel pages. comic until recently when they started putting in their filler. Yeah. Like I like to know where the end is. You yeah. know, I like to feel like okay, I got this many pages left. They always they always sneak up on me. Image that's, books do that. Yeah, it's probably more your fault than the. No, I know it's just it's just a, a tactile thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, the number two says that it's still the parallel storyline between the kid and the yeah. Not it is so. All right. Um, so the biggest question mark I think this week of all the comics that came out was the Spirit number fourteen, which uh, is the first issue from the new creative team of Sergio Aragones, Mark Evanier, and Mike Plug. Mike Plug on art. Um, it's a different. Feel it's very than weird. Cook. It yeah. wasn't bad. No, I don't but it wasn't. Good. No, no, I wouldn't even say it wasn't good. I it, say it's it suffers different. from comparison. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, it's not as uh, the uh, Spirit Number Fourteen wasn't nearly as stylized as Darwin Cook's issues. It's, it's Jurassic Park Three. <laughs> no, no, it was no, a fun movie. It's but, right. yeah. I mean, but the thing is, is that like nothing. I mean, nothing of this aside from the cell phones and texting yeah. and stuff like that. Nothing of this made me feel like it was made now. Yeah. Whereas Darwin Cooks did make it feel like it was made now. You know what? Is, it, I feel like I could have picked this up in a collection of spirit stories from the eighties. You know what this lacks? <laughs> you know that is all over Darwin Cook's work is he has the an layouts. inherent sexiness to his art. Yeah. Like not over the top in your face. Like mm-hmm. it's very subtle. It's yeah. it's like everyone is sensual. All the women are, and the men are like men, and the women are sexy. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's never in your face. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of a it's sort of like a when you think of the old uh, PI movies, everyone's sort of sexy. Yeah. Uh, that's that is a, that is a high level of analysis, my friend. And that's something that you I think is in all of his work. And this is, I mean, it's totally not in this at all. No yeah. one is, I mean, no one is sexy in this book. Yeah. And and yeah. And, and the thing, like I was saying, it lacks also like like I said, the dyna- dyna- dynamicism. Yeah. There's no the art. I mean, know, the art the, is good, but it's the not. art is good, but like the layouts really aren't as creative or compelling. Like, is like, there a big Splash page? No, it's a splash panel. Yeah. Uh. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's not. I mean, handing it to Josh. Um, yeah. It, it. They really should. They would have been better off just ending the book. And it's nothing against this this team. Yeah, I think it's just it's it's it just suffers in comparison. Or they should have re- yeah. restarted at number one again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. I, and I did not like it, but I don't know that I'm going to buy it again just because it's like... Yeah, right. It, it really... It, I, I definitely, after I finished it, I said, well, there's a book I don't need to keep buying. Yeah. You know, like, I'll buy if I'm into it, but, like, so, you know, like, previously when Dark Cook was doing it, I was like, yeah, The Spirit, Will Eisner, excellent, you know, Godfather of Comics, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm just like, okay. So, you know. Well, I mean... It that, wasn't bad, though. No, That's it wasn't bad. You it know, it was bad. a good story. It was a one and done. It had the same kind of wit. It had the characterizations were there, like the. I, mean, I didn't think. I thought the commissioner. Not and, and again, my history of the spirit is only from the Star Wars Cook series. But I thought the commissioner was all off. Oh uh, no, he seemed a little too stupid. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a little more yuckstery. It was a little more. But yeah. I, I would expect that from Aragonus and Evi, Evanier. Yeah, you know, I don't know. So. I don't know. Aragonus is writing. He's one half the writing team on Batlash, and that's not at all funny. It's a yeah, completely sure. serious western. So, 
Yeah. I just think, while it's nothing against the creative team, I don't think there's any reason to continue buying this book. Just, just, it's like coming on, you know, uh, finishing a tr- movie trilogy. The first two directors are, are fantastic. Well, maybe watching the, a TV you know, show and the creator leaves. Yeah. Maybe in the future. Yeah. It's West Wing season <laughs> yeah, five. I'm just going to say. <laughs> oh, I can't even. Well, oh, final season of Gilmore Girls. Bitch. Final season of Gilmore Girls, which wasn't even that bad. It wasn't yeah. that bad. Uh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't that bad. Um, the next issue we're going to talk I about. I saw Luke on another show, and it just it feels all wrong. No hat. <laughs> it's just like, he needs to be wearing a hat all well, the he's time. His hair. Speaking of yeah. feeling all wrong. No, the next but, issue we're talking about is Checkmate 23, which is sort of bittersweet because it, it comes. The, say, the day that we find out, or the day before we find out Greg Rucka is off of Checkmate of issue 25. You know what, Greg Rucka? What? We sweat and we toil and we say, you, you all out there, you need to read this book. And we bring it up over and we make it the pick of the week on numerous occasions or just once or twice. And then, like, <laughs> oh, I'm leaving in two, two months. But we don't know why. Don't know. No, I, know. No I, know. I know. I know. Come on. With him leaving the DC contract, you I'm, knew it was going to I'm happen. not mad at yeah. him. But at least I, the book's not getting canceled. I feel like a lot like when it we is. were like, oh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, the thing is, though, if you think about it, I mean, it sucks to say, but like, He's getting, we're getting 25 issues, which is I, no, more I, than I thought we'd ever get out of it. And if I so think two about solid that, years. That's, that's two solid years. So the question, yeah, exactly. It's a, good, a great run. The thing is, do you think he knew that he was leaving with this arc, and that's why they're speeding up the extraction? He said of he this? knew a year ago. Yeah. So like, because right, because they, so basically, this issue, issue 23, is the first, uh, the first part of the castling, you know, storyline where the guy, the deep cover agent, part that one they put of three, in, I'm assuming, part one which of three, is a yeah. callback to earlier episodes or issues where oh yeah, he was, knew there was a sleeper agent in Cobra, right. And and so now now they need to extract him, and so they bring in Superman, which I thought was fun. That, I thought that was interesting. It was why yeah. Superman. It was interesting, yeah. except for the page, the first page he's on, where I was like, "How are his arms attached to his body?" He was t- like, "Yeah, there's the, it was, there's like, his arms don't look anatom- anatomically. It's not. Yeah, they're turned a, out like this. there was ridiculous. a couple of places like they were like, "Hey, the Superman on that page is too big," and then yeah. there's another one where Mr. Terrific's on the beach. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, the same yeah. disease, the JSA disease, where everybody's getting bigger and bigger. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, I actually checked to see if it was this, if it was Eagle Shim. I was like, did he draw this? Because everybody's so bulky. Yeah. Oh, no. There's a, a performance enhancing now, problem in the DCU. Aside from that... <laughs> HGH all through the DCU is going to rock... SHGH. It's going to rock the, the superhero um, community. This was a great, 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 yeah. great, great issue. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I totally had fun with this. I loved the uh, bringing Superman in like that. Yeah. Because he, like his first time was first off, I don't like Checkmate. Or whatever yeah. it was, something yeah. like that. Because they're an old Superman, and thing. I don't like how you think you can deputize me. Like he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll help you because that's what Superman does. And yeah, I mean, it seems to be like one of the things that's happening in sort of second and third tier level DC books is they keep bringing Superman in, yeah. and those moments are always great, and they do it over and over again. It should be getting old, but it's always fun. It's like, oh, there's Superman. He's going to yeah. tell him what's what. Yep. I um, think Greg Rucka should write Superman. Didn't he? Didn't he? He did. Yeah, but he should come back to writing. Carl Kershaw drew it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess I, I probably should have bought it then. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have no one to blame but myself. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. It's a shame that he's going to go and then had a little preview of the Titans uh, together. What's the deal with that book? I mean, the Titans together. together. It's the, the original Teen Titans. No, Titans Titans together is the name of the story. Yeah. So is that a new series? Yeah. Yeah. Is that is, is that necessary? Yeah, it's the originals. I, okay. Written by Judd Winnick. This will be good. Although the art, eh, art's not anyway. good. It's Ian, you know what though? It's Ian Churchill, who I normally don't like at all. But the way that they're producing it in this one, I liked it a little more yeah. than you normally yeah. don't like it. Okay, Does that um, make sense. Something <laughs> that was almost pick of the week. I had three strong candidates. We're getting to one now. The next one in a couple of books. Um, Batman Confidential thirteen. Which didn't this title get canceled yet? Apparently not. I thought you dropped it. <laughs> I had. I did drop it. I dropped it after the second issue. But they brought in the first arc had a horrible creative team. Second arc, well, Andy Duggle was the writer, mm-hmm. and, but but the art was was was, was uh, Wills Portacio. Oh, Superman Confidential is the one that's in trouble, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, the second story arc, I bought the first issue of, mm-hmm. and the it was, Joker story, it was right? The Joker, and I did not like that at all. This one, I looked up, and it was uh, Tony Bedard, Rags Morales on art, and it's a Bat- Batman Nightwing team up. So. It was good. Hey. What, what are you going to do? I'm going to buy that. So I bought, and it was really, really good. It's um, you were one of seven people who basically bought it. what this book is, is is it's a reincarnation of Batman Legends of the Dark Knight. It's that out of oh, continuity yeah. stories. Because at first I forgot that. So at first I was like, why is he? What? There's no yellow circle on his chest anymore. Why is Nightwing in the old '70s, you know, collar costume? Oh, and then I remember geez. I forgot because I hadn't bought this book in so long that it's that out it of doesn't con- matter. Right? It's yeah. out of story. It's out of chronology stories. So oh, it doesn't matter. It was a really strong. Tony Bedard writes a good Batman, and Rags Morales draws good. 
Um, oh wow, they really went really old school with Nightwing. Yes, yeah, like the it's, light it's, blue it's costume. It's the first, yeah. it's the first one. Yeah. Wow, the disco um, costume. So basically, it's, it's it's there's a criminal in Gotham with costumes sim- criminal in Gotham? similar to Batman's. So he's killing cops and he's yeah. going after Gordon. And he 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 had previously showed up uh, Batman lore. He beat the hell out of Alfred. So you know. It's, Personal now, so you don't beat up Alfred. No, you never that's, do. That's a bad move. And it's basically it's one of the first times Dick's been back since he dropped the Robin, Robin uh, persona. So there's a little tense between the two of them. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it was really good. Really, it was just a really solid Batman story that we just don't get anymore because Morrison's doing his thing, which I like. Sometimes I don't like other times. Mm-hmm. Deanie does his thing, which is hasn't been regular because of Countdown. Right. I just don't. There aren't any solid Batman stories without any baggage. Is this a part one or is this it's part a, one of whatever it is? Doesn't nah. just new story arc. Cool. Yeah, new story arc. Confidential. Who knew Batman? So, um, so of all the books that came out this week, the one that cracked me up the most probably was the Mighty Avengers, and I'm really curious to hear what you guys thought of it. Um, cracked you up the most? Yeah. You thought it was funny? Yes. It was funny in parts. It, uh, well, I well, I was more shocked by what I thought. Okay, what I, there's there's there are things that I thought was really good about it. Mighty Avengers, Brian Michael Bendis, Mike Bagley. Mark Bagley. So it starts off. So basically, with the last issue, they found out that the whole Venom thing that happened in the city was caused by a satellite owned by Doom, Doctor Doom. So they go to Latveria to attack Doom. So the issue starts with Doom in the past with um, Morgan thir- Le Fay, thirteenth century. Yeah, tw- yeah, twelve eleven. And the art style is it's the heavily kind of it's painted. Marco yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a painted kind of art style. It looks different to reflect the time. Then he comes back to the present, and as he comes back to the present on his time platform, all the alarms are going off because the Avengers are attacking because he had no idea because the satellite broke and that's what caused the Venom things to get dropped. And he's like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. Right. So then there is literally six pages, three two-page splash page of the of the battle. Which I'm, I turn the I for, turn the first two. I'm like, wow, look at that. I turn the next two. Wow, look at that. Turn the next two again. <laughs> like I couldn't believe they did six pages of it. I was so annoyed. And by then that. so then they, they fight, and then uh, Iron Man and and Doctor Doom tussle. I really liked how you had Iron Man's little um, inner dialogue of the suit reporting his shield strength, mm-hmm. and at the same time Doom with yeah. his report. Showing that really they have the same technology, but yeah. the Doom suit versus the Iron Man suit. Them fighting, they end up on the time platform, and it go- goes off, and then they they land in what's presumably like the fifties or sixties, and the art style changes to a more dot. D- dotty dotty uh, dot pitch, badly printed Silver Age kind of look, yeah. which I thought I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, I just loved it. I thought it was awesome. So I really like this book. I like this book a lot. Yeah, I was totally annoyed by this book. I knew you would be. I knew I was it to- because a <laughs> like the first time I was like, oh, a two page spread. I get that's fine. I was, oh, another one. Yep. Let me just, oh, another one. Another one. I was like, I, I'm paying for this. <laughs> yeah, look Come at the on. art. The it was art's great. Fantastic. The art was a, oh, it was, it was That's awesome. That's story. They're pinups. I don't want pinups. It was a fight. It's a huge battle. How nah, show a no huge battle? Doombots. There were so many Doombots. Nah. <laughs> However, I liked I liked the pitting of Iron Man against Doctor Doom. I thought that yeah. was interesting. Um, because really they sort of are naturally the same match. Yeah, which I never even thought of. No, yeah. exactly. However, yeah. uh, at the same time, I'm like. Isn't there something going on that we need to get to right now? Well, that's an overall that's, problem. Yeah, event, all yeah. I know, I know. Had this been six months ago, this would have been awesome. Maybe, but it's the same. Like, I, it's all like I'm like. I just please get on with the other thing. I just love that that whole venom red herring was mm-hmm. all caused by just like a mistake. Like Doom, just like crap. I wasn't ready for that. Like, it's like <laughs> I don't know. You know what's I, great about Bagley is um, he's fast, but it's not like he skips. No, yeah. I mean, look at these these splash pages. Whether or not you like them, they're full of details. Yeah, like, sure. He's, He's amazingly fast. It's not like he's yeah. not doing backgrounds. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. So people could take a lesson from Yeah. From but him. when it fell into dot pitchy, I just thought it was awesome. Yeah, was cool. So yeah, it was a good time. So. Uh how about we do a sponsor now? Sure, let's do that. Okay. Uh if you were in New York City, which we're we're not, as, as you can clearly tell because we're off our we're off our, we're off our game. <laughs> um, I would go to Jim Hanley's Universe uh, to get your comics. Uh, they have one of the biggest selections uh, pretty much anywhere of all the comics and books and merchandise and T-shirts and toys and all that stuff that you could ever want. Uh, there were art and literature meet. You can, uh, If you're ever in the city, you can go to them at uh, 33rd Street between 5th and 6th, or, or if you're on Staten Island at 325 New Dorp Lane, you can visit them at MySpace, which is uh, myspace.com slash jhuniverse and friend them, or you can go to jhuniverse.com. Uh, and we want to thank them again for uh, for sponsoring the show. Yay! A uh, the third book that was almost pick of the week, uh, shockingly enough, was Batman Superman, <laughs> Superman Batman. 
number 46. I know how to scratch Connor's itch. Remember I told you guys about the first issue on the show a couple months ago um, where they were filming a movie about Batman and Superman and they were watching it and it was funny. Yes, they I do were, remember this. The Batman origin. Yeah, I remember that. This is the same storyline, basically. Um, <laughs> it's well, the it's, issue. Only, it's only issue, chapter three. It's three months ago. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to rid the world of kryptonite. Batman Superman. Right, right. yeah. Because in that first issue, he got a kryptonite shrapnel from a, from a bomb and it went all in his eyeball and everything. Um, <laughs> got a small infection. It was kind of, it was like, it was pussy. So in this issue, <laughs> they, they, they discover a new strand of kryptonite, silver kryptonite. Awesome. Which makes Superman high. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He sees all. I the, wonder what Mark Wade thinks of this one. He sees What's all the. He sees all the, the superheroes as little children. <laughs> oh my god! And Whoa. he he wants. He's got the munchies, and he plays video games on the on the on the, on the, on the satellite <laughs> while they while they try to figure out how to cure him of this. And it's mystical. The reason why it's it's silver. It's it, it was it was an amulet, kryptonite made to an amulet by the magic people, and they, so Satana shows up. Um, and what was great about this Beyond High Superman, which is really funny, was. They've recently established with Paul Dini that Batman and Zatanna know each other as children or yeah. as teenagers. Yeah. And I'm, well, I'm reading this issue, I'm like, they should get together. There's because th- yeah. they are so opposite. He is the cold, methodical science guy, and she is the fantastical magic girl. Yeah. And he doesn't believe her shit, and yeah. she's like, you're an idiot. They still have the spark It's moonlighting. Thing. And then... Um, he, something happens to Batman. What happens? Oh, he gets exposed to the, the amulet. We have to get the second he- piece of it. Batman, because it's supposed to be the amulet, because they have to get the second piece to cure Superman. And it reveals to him all his inner wants that he won't even recognize on a conscious level. And they are. One is his, he wants a normal family with his, with his parents, and there's a whole bunch of dialogue with that. And the other is him making that with Zatanna. Awesome. Um, so he wants family and love, but he so, won't so recognize he's been it. setting this up the whole time. Yeah. And, and you know. That's brilliant. Well. And then at the end, so, so, the anyway. end, so, so Batman's all, because like, he saw this, and... Um, uh, at the end, Superman and Batman are talking. Batman, Superman's been cured, and, and they're on the watchtower. And Superman says, "I can finally see why people need a, uh, need an escape because he got an escape while he was high." Yeah, and, and he says, "Well, of course." So is this just justifying drugs? <laughs> but, then, but then the final line is, "Well, everyone except for you, Bruce." And then he walks away. And the last panel is just Batman standing there, staring off into space because he he got to see that he yeah. really deep down wants these things, but he won't he won't acknowledge them. So it was a, one of those patented animated series endings. You know where these to yeah, hammer yeah, you yeah. at the end? Yeah. That Batman's really unhappy. Who wrote this? Um, this one that was freaky, dude. <laughs> Matt. No, I'm sorry, that's the inker. Michael Green and <laughs> Mike the, Johnson. But who's the inker? Matt Banning. Those are pen names. <laughs> Matt Green and Matt Johnson. <laughs> and uh, who's the inker's name? Mark it up as the Matts. Matt, Matt Banning's the inker. Michael Green and Mike Johnson were the writers. Okay. And Shane Davis with the pencil. But it was, it was alternately funny and touching, which is cool. what I was almost picked of the week. So I don't normally like to, uh, like to talk about um, bad books. I try not to talk about bad books. You know, I love talking about bad books. I know. But if there was a poster child for worst comic book of the year so far, yep. it would be The Flash number 237. Oh, my and God. It, Pains me I've to dropped be saying this. Are we still again. Mark Wade? No, this is now. So this is a fill-in issue with a guest writer of Keith Champagne. And well, I've heard guest, his name before. I've heard his name. Yeah, can't, uh, yeah uh, can't think of it right now. And, it's also a delicious alcoholic beverage. And uh, <laughs> guest penciler uh, Coy Turnbull. Um, if there was a union in comics for artists, um, Coy Turnbull should have his card revoked because the art was. Unbelievably bad. It was like Extreme Studios early '90s image, Liefeld like bad comics, like Jace, bad J. Scott Campbell ripoff, kind of like just bad, 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 I, bad, I, bad, bad. I bad. struggled through this book. We're gonna yep. meet that guy this weekend, and I closed. No, no totally. Oh, man. <laughs> you won't have heard this though before. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, yeah. And I closed the book, and I said, "I'm done with this. I'm done." Yeah, I, I, I tried to make it through the weight stuff. I liked some of it. I liked it more than other people did. But I, I can't believe how. The Flash. I'm in not the, interested wait, in no, his hang, character hang on, hang on. anymore. The, the Flash in the past 15 years went from obscurity to meaning, brought by yep. Mark Wade, yep. and now has been brought out of meaning into complete uselessness by Mark Wade as well. You can't go home again. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, you can yeah, sometimes, no. but not. You um, know what? The, I did like that Livewire was in it. The character from the animated series. Wire, I know you hate her, but I was character. like, oh, that's fun. Live the the, chi- the the electricity chick. Essentially, what happens is that it's a one issue um, story. One issue story where the Flash and his wife set up a test for the kids, where they have to go on a scavenger hunt in Metropolis, and they have to find they have to get Superman's cape. And turns out there's a big battle at Livewire, and Superman gets gets knocked down, 
And the kid, the boy, the son is in the position where he can steal the cape, but says no stealing's wrong. And then the Flash goes, "You passed." And it was just, it was so. Well, you know what? For, for a brief moment in the beginning, I thought it was going to be interesting when the kid said, "Why don't we just rob banks? Why, yes. do, you, why do you need to get a job?" Yeah. And I thought, "Ooh, they might take this in an interesting direction. The kid yeah. might sort of be morally gray." Right. But no. Yep. And here's the thing: it's not about the Flash anymore. No. It's about these two kids. Yep. It's not. The book's called the Flash, but it's, it's about. There's nothing Connor hates is when something takes a domestic turn. No, but it's not even about <laughs> the Flash. Well, no. Keep in mind, but keep in mind, though, Captain America. Is it's not about Captain America, but it's it's it's, it's he's dead though, right? I know. Yeah, he, I remember. He's, when he he's standing right there. The flash in the book, there. but he's not even in the book anymore. Right. Yeah, I know. It's about these two kids who I don't know nothing about. Nor well, care I can't about. stand. Yeah, I'm done. Kill them. It, it kills me because one what? of the one of the biggest books for me when I first started going regularly in junior high school was Flash Fifty came out. Yeah, that was one of the impetuses to start going regularly. Yeah, I've been reading this book forever. I dropped it briefly when. Um, Abning and Lanning, yep. Abnett and Lanning took over, yep. and that was hard. Now I'm done. I this, well, the thing, is, the only, the only, the only reason why I'm still holding out is because this was a guest penciler and guest art, guest writer. So I don't know. So who starts next issue? It's the art's, doesn't say. The art's it, yes, it does. That bad. The art was awful. If the art you, was awful. If you like that style, no, this is not good do. for that style. No, this I, wasn't I mean, even I good in that read style. I through it. I'm just thumbing. Yeah, I'm, it I'm offended that you think it's not that bad. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I don't really like it's that type of style. It's gonna be a rumble. I forget who the new writer is, but it was somebody who it says in the corner, doesn't it? No, it says... Yes, the lower corner. It says, fast money begins, Wally breaks, it does nothing but the... Oh, really? I thought there was a new writer coming. Anyway, so, whatever. Um, I mean, I dropped it months ago. I'm conversely, um, and I know I'm solo on this, but um, Invincible number 48 came out this week, and I'm, I am still I am reading it in issues very nicely. I'm not going to spoil anything. With you. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> we will come, come over there. Um, I will but, jump over this bed. But what I like about Invincible is that if you really, if for continuity freaks like me and super fans of superhero lines, stuff like that, if you want a book that's like a flagship of the image kind of superhero line, it is Invincible. Absolutely. And as evidenced, and in a very humorous way, in that in the storyline, uh, almost out of nowhere, a villain emerges and takes on the entire image universe. And in different cities, he starts attacking. And it's funny because what the way they laid it out was each pa- each page had two panels. And like in Chicago, and there's Savage Dragon fighting. I'm like, Savage Dragon appears semi monthly in Savage Dragon. And it's like in New York City, Dynamo Five appears monthly in Dynamo Five. And like had each of the people, and it was just very like um, the Astounding Wolfman appears bi monthly. Like it was just like <laughs> no, he doesn't. Kirkman, yeah, no, well, Kirk, I know. Kirk, yearly. Kirkman by himself is creating an image universe yeah. and like really making me feel like the Marvel comics of the '80s and the '90s that he grew up reading and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was just a lot of fun. And this is just leading up to the 50th issue, which is going to be awesome. So. Um, I just wanted to chime in about that. And, and I'm happy and to see that uh, when we've added a new function, the pull, the pull function in, on iFanboy, where we can yeah. see, where, see how many people buy each book, uh, a lot of people, a lot more people than I thought would pull Invincible. Yeah, no, a lot of people. I mean, it, it works as a weekly. I mean, it works as a monthly issue. I mean, I know you guys are, are married to the to the trade yeah. format and stuff like that because it's where you started and stuff like that. But it's it. it no, I, I'm not. I, I mean, I'm just. I'm just happy to see that. Yeah, I mean, I've been reading an issue since '42, and it's been awesome. It's been great when it comes out. I mean, and Kirkman admits in the letters comments like, "Yeah, our schedule's all messed up. We're, sorry." And then they went on to the letters. Like, uh, yeah, looking for years. But snap, um, well, Wolfman's off. I mean, so, it's not even coming so out. Then fi- and then so then finally, the other the other book I want to talk about was Hulk number two because um, I know a lot of people are asking. I am reading Hulk. <laughs> um, with the, so we had the first appearance of the Red Hulk. This whole issue took place. Do you remember the gold, the gold and red helicarrier that Bendis introduced in uh, Mighty yes. Avengers? Yeah, yeah. Have the, you seen that? Iron since Man then? colored. One, yeah, yeah, have you seen that since then? No. no, yeah, it pops up in this book, and then they crashed it, <laughs> which I thought was hysterical because it was like a. But um, basically, the Red Hulk attacks there and and basically kicks all their asses. Isn't the Red cra- Hulk Rick and Jones? crashes the heli- Well, no, no, he's not because at the end it appears that Rick Jones now is the new Abomination. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. It's wacky, but um, the one red thing. Hulk was a red herring. The, the one, th- the one thing about the one thing about this book that that made that made me laugh because remember how I said it was. Um, I'm reading it because it's a car wreck yeah. waiting to happen. Yeah, it's going that direction because they're hover- they're over New York City in the helicarrier. Hulk comes on. He takes out She Hulk. He you know fucks everybody up and then he starts crashing the the helicarrier. Iron Man now has a legion of Iron Men. And they're all shield agents wearing Iron Man armor. What? And so he's like, Iron Man. And so they're pushing the helicarrier to get it all away from New York. And like, push it into New Jersey. There's a field that's been through this before. And then you turn the page, and it's a two-page spread of the burning helicarrier crashing and Iron Man screaming, oh, the humanity. Oh, God. I know. I, would, I, I, I know. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, just, God. I, I know. It's like, I was like, really? That was like the stuff that I hated in uh, The Ultimates 3. Yeah. There was, there was yeah. pages like that. And I was like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. Oh. It was, I was, you know I was, but now the saving grace is, ooh, Ed McGuinness's art. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, that, that's what's, it's so, it's so, it's so hard because it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, 
eating a beautiful looking presented meal that tastes like crap. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of a good like it looks beautiful, but like it's like oh my god, he actually had it crash in New Jersey, and they said the the field, whatever the name it was, and said oh the humanity. Like maybe it, it's supposed to be a joke. I don't know. Uh, so uh, you know what? I, I I this is a slight digression, but uh, Shield and Tony Stark are in every book. Yeah. Like yeah. they were in Iron Man. I mean, obviously he's yeah. an Iron Man, but like. Well, yeah, he's the I, thing now. He's the he's know, the linchpin of the. He's the thing now. He's the thing now. He's in the Fantastic Four. Yeah, too? he's everywhere. He's in every team. <laughs> I hate to say this, but the continuity of it is starting to bug me. Yeah, no. Wow. He's doing too much. Yeah, <laughs> continuity, baby. It's finally it's grabbed on the place. Josh. No, but it's like Spider-Man who had five day jobs, and you're like, come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. So, um, and also, I, if you read also if you read the Iron Man book, it makes no sense. Well, in Iron Man, he's yeah, on the Iron Man, he's in the old, he's in the old armor. But he's also on psychiatric leave from being psychiatric leave. He's on psychiatric leave from being the director of Shield. What the fuck? Really? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't allowed to use his new armor. Yeah, so he had to open the old armor so that he had something to go fight the Mandarin with. He's not, it doesn't make but any the, sense. Like, it's Maria, a great book, but Maria you have to Hill read it. thinks he's gone crackers. But but in, and in this book, him and Maria Hill are like having power struggles. And she 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 Maria, Maria Hill Maria, in the beginning, Maria Hill refers to it, she's like, well, we have an, we have a problem on Helicarrier Gold, and he's like, don't call it that. She's like, what do you mean? He's like, it's the Helicarrier. And she's like, well, no, it's another Helicarrier. He's like, no, I spent eight billion dollars of the government's money on this. It's the Helicarrier. Like it was like the weird kind of power struggle, you know, like when you have a new boss come and they all you know. There's too many people working yeah. with Maria Hill, for example. Yeah, she's being yeah. developed in five different books. Where yeah. is where's like who's the editor? Who's and she to be was like, awesome too. Yeah, yeah but she, there's yeah. too. She's it's all stretched out too thin. And yeah. when I didn't read all those books, I didn't notice. But now that yeah. I'm like, you're talking about that one book, and I was like, well, wait a minute, Iron Man, this is happening. Yeah. It's just he's on leave, uh, Iron Man. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. It's, I'm sorry, it's crazy. I'm sorry. It's a good crazy. book, but it's it's. Um, all right, so if if you're crazy and you um, want to follow <laughs> continuity too, um, you should check out a new website called FooComics.com. Um, it's a site that allows uh, comic book stores to manage the, and get, uh, manage their customers' pull lists and uh, subscriptions. Um, and so it's really, you know, it's really easy for a store to, you know, enter their patrons' information, run reports, all that kind of cool stuff. Um, it was created by a comic collector, so he knows exactly what he's looking for, um, you know, what a store might be, would want out of a service like this. And the best part of it is that it's free. So uh, head over to foocomics.com forward slash ifanboy. That's F-O-O comics.com forward slash ifanboy. And it's a great little uh, um, companion piece to the new ifanboy with our pull list function. And so you can make your pulls on ifanboy, tell your store to go use foocomics. Everybody is happy. Happy. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Aww. So um, just real, real quick, a uh, kind of programming note. Uh, because we're here in the hotel room, normally we'd be doing emails and voicemails. But this week, we're just doing all books. We're doing all comics. It's yeah. a, a special convention special. Uh, so we're going to yeah. dive back in now. Uh, it, it, sort of in follow-up to the Hulk Iron Man discussion, uh, this week, uh, Ultimate Human Number 2 of 4, uh, written by uh, Warren Ellis, came out. Um, I really like this book. This book, are, are you guys reading this? Yeah. No, I stopped. Really? Yeah, because it doesn't matter. I know, but that's the thing. It's like <laughs> I don't know anything about this Hulk and this. Bruce the art Banner. is great, though. I can give this this Bruce Banner and, and Hulk are different than the Marvel Universe one. I feel yeah. like in a way, yeah. they've got like it's like a different motivation about him. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just a big. Fun it's book. weird. It's it's. I mean, it's a good book, but you have to. I, you sort of have to look at it separately. I do, and that's um, how I enjoy it. Basically. No, absolutely. I think on its own, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. The Ultimate Universe is the same problem as the Marvel Universe is that it, it doesn't all fit together. So yeah, you have and, to and they're, they're apparently they're going now ultimatum and all this kind of stuff is going to fix that supposedly. Yeah. Well, but, see, yeah. I don't I, I don't read yeah. any of those books. Yeah. I just read Ultimate Spider Man. So this is just exists on its own. And yeah. I was Carrie Nord's art in that is great yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, it is. And no, I, I like also, I like I really like Tony in it. I like his boozy sort of yep. flippant personality and boozy. Yeah, this um, was just a, a fun book, beautiful yeah, art. Heard from uh, boozy in a long time. This is going to make a really nice little collection. Yeah. Four issues. Four issues. It's a nice little Warren Ellis. No, that's the question. Is four issues enough for trade? And do you think that this is the first of like a trilogy, like the ultimate secret, ultimate nightmare that they did, and that's going to be a bigger collection? Maybe, but I don't yeah. care. I mean, but if it makes yeah. a, if it makes an eight dollar trade paperback collection, yeah. that you can give somebody who likes Iron Man and the Hulk, yeah, bonus. You know who? So. You know, who can who can find fault with that? By the I way, can. I just said I like the Hulk book. Hey, hey so but it was an ultimate book, so it doesn't count. Suck it. <laughs> um, Justice one, League. One day uh, soon, Dwayne McDuff will be able to write Justice League. No, no, it's funny because Justice League has been a hot topic. I enjoyed this issue. I like this issue. Now, there are two thi- there's something about this issue that freaked me out. So this is Justice League versus the Suicide Squad. Yep. Essentially, the Justice League is, um, is investigating Amanda Waller's kind of prison planet. Yeah. Um, and so she has the Suicide Squad go um, invade the, the Hall of Justice, which you wouldn't think is a good idea. But um, what it freaked me out suicide. was... Suicide. And then the Suicide Squad. What freaked me out was, you know the cat guy? Yeah. 
That's a mask. Yeah. In Suicide Squad? This is like the with the the the, the question. Yeah. I was so crushed when I found out that well, was he a took mask. the head off. I was like, what is he doing? I thought <laughs> he was like a cat. a Disney character. You can't take yeah, that mask exactly. off. Yeah, exactly. I was totally freaked out. But I actually enjoyed Wait, this. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we just ruined the magic for Gordon of Disney. Um, um, I, I really enjoyed this. I liked this I didn't this like the last issue, but I liked this yeah, one. Yeah, I thought this issue was great. Um, and the backup story by writer Dwayne McDuffie. Who, right. The main story is by Alan Burnett, yeah. who was one of the producers of the animated cartoons. Oh. But the backup um, story was great too. The backup story was fantastic. Yeah. The problem is, I want him to write the book. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't written the book yeah. really yet. Yeah, sure. And he made a big splash announcing he was the new writer, and he hasn't yeah. done any writing on it. Um, but that been said, it was good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, and it. Um, I, I feel bad that Dwayne McDuffie's gotten a, ba- a bad. He shouldn't be getting yeah. a bad rap for this. It's not his fault. Besides, exactly. this was this was I thought a good issue. It was. Um, Triptych Books was founded in early 2006 by three friends who had a desire to bring new life to the industry of pen and paper role playing games. Wait a minute, three friends. <laughs> you made the joke last time. I know it's <laughs> in the script. It's not in the script. I have a pen. Um, <laughs> is that paper? Uh, we're gonna I'm an elf. we're gonna role play after this. <laughs> Josh is an elf. Put your pants back on, but elves don't wear pants. <laughs> at, Get them up. At www.tripticbooks.com, you can find the uh, introductory kit for the first two games as a free downloadable PDF, as well as a webcomic ca- welcoming. It's too far away from my. As well as, as well as a welcoming forum and entertaining T-shirts. You can find them at this year's WonderCon. We'll see them this weekend. By the time yeah, you hear this, it'll be too late. They have a booth at WonderCon. They're gonna be pl- they were playing games in the booth, supposedly. And that was fun. Remember we, we didn't do that? That was fun, yeah. The, and then the when I slayed yeah. you, yeah, yeah, yeah with, my, with my broadsword. <laughs> these are dudes... <laughs> These are dudes who wanted to make who wanted to make games. They made it happen. Yeah, they and made they it happen. Went and they started a company yep. to make and play games. Yep, it's the American That's dream. Awesome. It's not cards. I it's quit. fucking pen to, and paper I'm games. Going, it's I'm awesome. going to join them. Go, okay, fine. Was, I mean, get them up. Awkward when Tom shows up. <laughs> Triptic Books uh, Games. They should be. That's T R I P T Y C H Books dot com. Yeah, check them out. Um, so. There's been a room. There's been a lot of rumors recently about the Ultimate Line because they they're saying the Ultimate Line is always going to be four books ongoing, and there have been rumors that one of those books is going to be canceled. It better be and, one of them. And um and Ultimate Spider-Man probably isn't. It's definitely not. Um Ultimate uh, the Ultimates probably isn't. Um Ultimate Fantastic Four probably isn't. So the targets are kind of on Ultimate X-Men, and for a while I didn't believe it. I'll believe it when I read it or I see it or whatever. Um, Ultimate X-Men now is becoming like a Shakespeare story where Kirkman is just killing people left and right. So in this issue starts, Angel now is dead. Yep. And Sinister has turned into Apocalypse, and they have a huge knockout fight where Wolverine gets his arm ripped off and thrown at him by Apocalypse. Yeah. And basically the X-Men get their asses kicked, and all the other ultimate superheroes come to... Which I thought was cool. I like that yeah. moment, because I, like, I always like when, the, when the, there's a big thing going on, you wonder why the other people show up to help. Yeah. And they, the, the, this issue, Fantastic Four, and the Spider-Man, everybody shows up. Basically, Apocalypse has been able to uh, take power over everybody, all the mutants, all their mutant powers, and make them turn it against the, turn them against people. Yeah. He controls all the mutants. He controls all the mutants. And so so Fantastic Four show up, and Spider-Man shows up, and the mutants start fighting them. And New York is burning and all this kind of stuff. And it ends with some ominous two guys showing up who I don't know who they are. But my guess is that um, Gene is going to turn into full-fledged Phoenix, and that's how they're going to beat Apocalypse, and then they're going to cancel the book. So. They really should. As much as I enjoyed this issue, and I did, I enjoyed this issue more than I had in a while. Yeah. Uh, there's no reason for this book to exist. There really isn't. How come there's reason for there's no reason for this book to exist? But you think Fantastic Four? No, this, I don't. no. This is not good. It's not good. Fantastic Four has been good. None of us read Fantastic Four, so we can't uh, ultimate ultimate the ultimate Fantastic Four. But the rumor has that it's been consistently good it's, ever since. Mike the, Carey's not still on it, is he? He might be. I don't know. I don't pay we attention. No, yeah, we have no idea. Yeah, about this. yeah. If you read Ultimate Fantastic no, Four, no, I know. Right I'll in. in the thread for the th- uh, for the for the podcast and let us know. Yeah, yeah. we've I, I said really from the beginning though that Ultimate X Men has not been. It's been all over the place, and the thing is, Kirkman's done a good job, yeah. but there hasn't been any consistency with art and all this kind of stuff. And and, and I also think he was handed a flawed. Yeah. Uh, foundation. Absolutely. So, uh, and what's interesting, because if you look at who's written it's, Ultimate it's, X-Men, it's, it's, great it's, writers. It's, 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 it was created by Bendis and Miller, yep. then Miller wrote it, and then Bendis was writing it, then Brian K. Vaughn was writing it, and now Kirkman's writing it. Like, it should be a hit. I, again, I think the, the premise is flawed. It sh- mm-hmm. we, we said this on the video show we did. It should have been X-Men First Class. This should yep. have been the original team. Yep. And it should have been Spider-Man style. It should have been more... And I think there should be more Wolverine goatee. They got rid of the goatee too early. The extreme Wolverine. Soul patch? Yeah. 
No, no, there's the Everybody in here oh. is too... He would scrape the ground. Wolverine, Wolver- too extreme. Ultimate Wolverine, when Ultimate X-Men started, looked like the manager in Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> yes, With, that, with that pointy goatee, you know? Yeah, so... Anyway... It's just, um, everybody's everybody's extreme in this book. Yeah, it's, they're all they're all. Remember Wolverine's all claws were scraping Dew? the pavement. Yes. Yeah, they're all drinking Mountain Dew, doing seven twenties off the vert ramp. <laughs> Wakeboard. <laughs> anyway, I just that, that book should go. Anyway, um, I'm sticking to that till he's done. But yeah. So real quickly, I think I'm the only one out of all of us. But Image Comics um, is now uh, publishing Perhapanots, which previously was at Dark Horse and didn't get a big push there. They moved over to Image. Um, it's written by Todd Zago and is drawn by uh, Craig Rousseau. Um, really interesting because there's a whole kind of um, I, I would say and I, actually Josh I think you might dig it I think you should check it out when the ser- regular series starts this is the Perhapanauts annual um, and what it is is it's like kind of like a combination of BPRD Hellboy-ish kind of world mixed in with like a little like I'm going to say proof for a reason but like this because it's a team that investigates you know kind of paranormal activities and the team is made up of uh, a Sasquatch a Chupacabra a ghost you know, so like <laughs> Sasquatch um, is the new meme. Sa- Sasquatch are the new zombies. Every every book's got a Sasquatch, but now Perhapanauts was around before Proof, so I gotta sure. give them credit. credit. And then, and then, but and then zombies replaced ninja robots and pirates. Right? Yeah, exactly. I believe. Um, but it's interesting because the art style is a bit lighter. It's not as dark and moody as Hell- Hellboy. That might be one of the reasons why you might not like it because mm-hmm. it's a bit more you know kind of brighter. What about the tone but of the book? Though? The tone of the book is very playful and fun and and a little jokey, but also you know a lot of action and a lot of you know and and. But it's got that. It doesn't have that. It's not steeped in lore, but is it's steeped in brooding. Because no, I really, no I could go for brooding. Yeah. Um, but it, so it's not steeped in. It's not steeped in myth, but it's steeped in. Um, it's steeped in like kind of the un, the unknown. You know what I mean? Like the like kind proof. of yeah, yeah. So, but but more more Hellboyish. The proof is more. Proof is more realistic. Right. Where Happenots is more unrealistic. So it was good. I enjoyed it though. Did you, but, were you reading it before that? Uh, I've read a couple of issues here and there in Dark Horse. I was going back and picking up all the trades. I don't know if they're going to reprint them in Image, kind of like what they did with Fear Agent when Fear Agent moved to Dark Horse. Mm. But I've read it here and there, but not on a regular basis. But I'm glad that's going to be back on a regular schedule. Um, and then finally, uh, Young Blood number two came out. Did you? Did, did. you keep it up? And I don't. You know what's funny is that I wasn't going to buy it. Yeah. I picked it up in the store and I was like, I'll just leaf through it. I got to the last page and I was like, you know what? I want to buy this. It, it got good. It was a really good issue. Yeah. It, I, I mean, look at this to me, despite myself. Yeah. It was. Re- I mean, it was good. It was um, fun. I mean. Yeah. I mean, he Joe Casey took it in a direction I didn't think he would do, which is what he had to do. Yeah. Or yeah. otherwise, what was the direction? Gone what away. We all know what happened. Well, it's a book that's about media. I mean, it's basically it's it's you know like the comparisons to the um, ecstatics. Yeah, aren't aren't completely unfounded. Well, the well, thing is, ecstatics came after Youngblood. Came after no, Youngblood. no, and that's totally fine. I'm not yeah. saying that, but I'm saying don't get into that. If you haven't, no, I'm not. <laughs> but if you haven't been reading, because he'll come and post, he will. That's fine. No, we won't. <laughs> uh, if if you if you haven't been reading comics since Youngblood came out, and you and you'd only read ecstatics, that yeah. would be the first thing that you would think of. Yes. This goes back; it's older than that, and that's fine. I, I don't even care what? because it's a unique take on it. In this book, and well, I'm fine with that. What I th- the, the things I thought was interesting was that they they took so they the, they've introduced Youngblood as the America's new super team, and then in this issue they've introduced their arch nemesis, who the Mayhem government Inc. has hired Mayhem Inc. and have hired the villains, and they put them in a scenario where they're like uh, Bad Rock and and Cougar and somebody and the other guy Johnny whatever Johnny Nitro whatever it is are at a nightclub, and one of the guys from Mayhem Inc. comes and so they start a fight in the nightclub, which is a big public kind of thing. And it's all orchestrated. It's, it's all stuff. PR. Yeah, it's all PR kind of thing. And it's really interesting. But in that, there are little digs that, like the the guy in Mayhem Inc. that they that picks the fight with them in the nightclub is a very Wolverine esque, you know, kind of character. Mm-hmm. And Bad Rock goes, he goes, yeah, th- those claws don't look adamantium. Like so, it's like these direct, like acknowledging that these are these that these these digs at them. And I thought it was, I thought that was really interesting. But then the it ends with the cliffhanger. What, so what was the, what was it that got what what is it you saw when you looked through it that got you to buy it then? Um, well, well, it's the last page. That's what I was getting. Well, to. Yeah. Spoilers come. Yeah, it was spo- I, well, I know, but I don't think a lot of people are reading it. So yeah, I no, think it's okay. they, they so do. Shaft is the Arrow guy, yep. and he um, he's he's analyzing the footage of their battle from issue one, and because he's the one going, none of this is right. No, yeah, things. <laughs> yeah. Things do not seem peachy. And so he peels back the layer and finds a former, somebody who was involved in Youngblood. I don't know who that character yeah. was. Um, and he's just like, he's like, oh, you're behind this. What's going on? And the guy goes, you know, it's a really sh- it's a shame he figured this out and pulls out a gun and shoots him. Mm, nice. And it ends with him da- dead. You know, and then the next issue is everybody's feet at a grave. And I don't know if it's him because it's like, you know, a Youngblood falls, you know. But, like, it sounds like they killed Shaft. They killed the main guy. 
which, which is, is kind of what you have to do yeah. going forward. Un- yeah. Unfortunately, because he was, but the thing is, he was the only one who I like was like, oh, yeah. I like this character. You like I know, but yeah. no, but that's why I was like, all right, fine. If you're gonna do yeah. that, that means that you have something to do with it. Yeah, and I, I like the choice. Yeah, so it was good. Yeah. So it was a big week. I can't take them more of these weeks. I need next week to be quiet. I would like a nine book week. I had. I would like yeah, an eight book week. I two think, yeah. high team, three, three, three. Weeks <laughs> I like you bargaining. Uh, eight book. Eight book. <laughs> so all right. So um, it was a fun week, but now we got WonderCon to do. Yay! So we should probably wrap this sucker up. You ever have like a hangover but didn't drink? <laughs> uh, you mean like right now? I have my head hurts from getting up at the four a.m. to go to the plane. I don't understand what's happening. You know what I shouldn't have done? What? I shouldn't have said at 1 a.m., hey, let's play Marvel Ultimate Alliance for a little yeah, while. That, no, that, that was, was awesome. Mistake. You should have said that because we had a good time. <laughs> oh, friggin' Doombots. All right, so real quickly before we head out, um, you might have heard us last week. If you hadn't, uh, go check out ifanboy.com, the new ifanboy.com. Um, it's a great – if you haven't uh, gone and, and made your account, uh, please go and register. And you, that, that way there you can pull your comic books every week. You can say these are the ones I'm buying. Right. And then you, This week, this is the second week in a row, an Avengers book was the top pulled book of 322. Over 322 pulls, yeah. Pulls I don't see recording. it happening next week. Yeah. I just can't. But um, but we were really really ecstatic with the response last week. With uh, you know a lot of people wrote a lot of really good reviews. A lot of people were rating them. Now we can really say what is the best book every week because you all the people are speaking up and that's mm-hmm. awesome. So uh, so go to ifanboy.com and register today and become a member. Um, if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email to contact at ifanboy.com. You can also call us on our voicemail line, which is 888-FANBOYS, which is 326-2697. Next week, we will bring back the email and the voicemail. Yeah, yes. definitely. Yes. Uh, video show. <laughs> video show. Right. We do those. Uh, you will blind, have, blind. You will have just watched League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. League of Extraordinary, Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yep. Uh, and then this week coming up, you're going to have to help me out. A little we're geography go- lesson. We're going right? at- oh, oh, I love that show. Yeah, it's a good one. It's <laughs> That's a good one. A good one. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe maps. Maps. They don't Wait. love you like I love you. <laughs> 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 So that's the video show coming up next week. Uh, geography. It's a little lesson. Um, um, if, t-shirts? Uh, we got t-shirts. Go to jinx.com forward slash ifanboy. You can buy a t-shirt. Join the internation along with Gordon. Gordon, how's your t-shirt fitting? He's wearing. He's it. literally wearing. He's it literally now. wearing it right now. It yeah. fits. <laughs> I cut it these. Like it's faded a lot. I cut these holes out right here so you can see my boobs. But <laughs> yeah, he's tired. So we go to jinx.com forward slash ifanboy. Take a picture of yourself in the shirt. Upload it to Jinx. You get some free stickers. Um slash store for all of your book buying and Amazon buying needs. Uh, that helps the site out, and you don't have to do a damn yeah. thing for it. Um, ifanboy.com forward slash. Can we end the show without a script? I, yes, we can. <laughs> ifanboy.com forward slash about if you want to be our friend. The, all the links to Facebook, MySpace, yep. Comic Space, all this stuff there. We put it all in one place. You will never hear us say all those URLs in a podcast ever again. Yep. Ifanboy.com yeah. forward slash about or click on about us in the nav. If you like the show, you can leave us a review on iTunes or you can tell your friends, your family, and all those people. And also, if you uh, want to help the show out, you can go to ifanboy.com slash donations and you can leave a donation for the show uh, and help. I think that's it, right? Usually, I think so. Yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, we're flying without a net here, people. So, we so we know it, it. It hasn't happened yet, but we're going to presume that we survived the weekend, and therefore we want to thank everybody who we talked to at WonderCon, and especially uh, everybody who came out to the parties at Isotope Comics. This is um, incredibly presumptuous of you. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm damning us. I should knock on wood. So, so there will be a really great show <laughs> out of WonderCon. Yeah, let's not go that. So, but um, but we're assuming we're going to have a great time at the parties with uh, Darwin Cook and Anthony Johnson and Ben Templesmith. Isn't that's his name? It's Anthony. Anthony. No, no. <laughs> Anthony. 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 Not Anthony. <laughs> Polly Walnuts. You do not. Yeah. He's not from Brooklyn. He's from uh, England. All right. So um, until next week, I'm Ron. I'm Connor. I'm Gordon, the intern. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm, I mean, like, my eyes burn. I seriously have a, the hangover pain in my head. I've not had to drop yeah. a drink. I, yeah, me neither. <laughs> Maybe it'll help. <laughs> Maybe you should shave. Shut up. I'm not shaving ever again. Ever? Just certain parts of me. (laughs) Oh, good. Good night.